Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In Jewish society, at the time of our Lord's birth, the law of God required that certain things be done when a male child was born. Today on Drawing Near, we walk with Mary and Joseph through these steps. So let's open our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 2 and study Holy to the Lord. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, as always, we thank you for your word, your revelation to us, inspired by you, breathed into existence by you, into those human authors you decided to use. You have made yourself known to us, you have made your will known to us, and the plan by which you would save us. We thank you for all of this, Father. Now, Father, as we look at Jewish custom, your law, I pray that you would help us to understand these unfamiliar rules and customs. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Today we'll begin reading in Luke chapter 2, verse 21. It says, And when eight days had passed before his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Jesus has been born, laid in a manger. The shepherds have come and visited him. They return to their fields, telling everyone that they met on the way all the wonders and things that they had experienced. According to Jewish custom, when a Jewish boy was born, he was to be circumcised on the eighth day after his birth. And so when Jesus was eight days old, he was circumcised. It was customary at the time of circumcision to record his official name in the record books for Jewish society. As we're told in this verse, and as we've already read in chapter 1, they called his name Jesus. The angel had said he would be called Jesus, and Mary and Joseph, much like Zacharias and Elizabeth, obeyed the angel. It's interesting to me, and I don't know what the significance is, but God decided that John the baptizer's name would be John, and Jesus' name would be Jesus. Gabriel delivers not only the announcements of these births, but also God's desire that they be named John and Jesus. And so everything was done according to custom, according to law. He was circumcised and named when he was eight days old. Then we read in Luke chapter 2, verse 22, And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem, to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of two turtle doves or two young pigeons. In order to understand these verses and what's taking place, because certainly they're unfamiliar to us, we need to look at the law. In Leviticus chapter 12, Verse 1, we read, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, When a woman gives birth and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean for seven days, as in the days of her menstruation she shall be unclean. On the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. 
Then she shall remain in the blood of her purification for thirty-three days. She shall not touch any consecrated thing, nor enter the sanctuary, until the days of her purification are completed. Then in verse 6 of Leviticus 12, it says, When the days of her purification are completed, for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the doorway of the tent of meeting a one-year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. Then he shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed from the flow of her blood. This is the law for her who bears a child, whether male or female. But if she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, the one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be clean. So after Jesus was born, eight days later he was circumcised. And then Mary had to wait 33 days before she could go up to the temple to present him to the Lord. The reason for this is pretty clear in Scripture. God had many different kinds of rules and regulations that protected the children of Israel from infection and disease. He was very, very careful about touching dead carcasses or dead bodies. He was also very, very careful about people who were sick or when people had blood flowing from their bodies, either through a wound or natural causes. That's what we're seeing here. And so after Mary had given birth to Jesus, she had to wait 33 days before going up to the temple. These are called the days of her purification, her cleansing. And so after this period of time, according to the law of Moses, she and Joseph took Jesus to the temple. She was now clean and able to go to the temple and touch the consecrated things of the Lord. And so we're told in verse 23 that the law of the Lord states, Every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. Jesus had to be presented because he was a firstborn male. He was the firstborn of Mary, but he was also the firstborn of the Lord. That's an important thing for us to recognize. Jesus is the firstborn among all of us who would trust in him and be born into the family of God. And as she goes up to the temple, verse 24 says, she goes up to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now, if you were following along in Leviticus 12, as we read, you would recognize that she was required to bring a lamb before the Lord in this sacrifice. But God made a provision that if the woman could not afford a lamb, then she could offer two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for cleansing and one for a sin offering. Well, obviously, according to verse 24, Mary and Joseph could not afford a lamb. They were poor. They were so poor that they had to fall into this clause of offering a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now think about this for just a second. I know we've gone through a lot of law and a lot of legal things that many people don't think matter. We are talking about God presenting for himself a sacrifice in Jesus Christ, the ultimate sin offering. When Jesus dies on the cross, it no longer is necessary for anyone ever to provide an offering for sin through the sacrifice of a lamb. Jesus is the ultimate and final sacrifice. We're told in Hebrews, the blood of bulls and goats, of lambs, 
cannot take away sin. And so Jesus had to come into this world and die. As God is providing the perfect, ultimate, highest value sacrifice ever for our sins, at his birth, Mary and Joseph could only afford a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. They were so impoverished that in order to present the holy, perfect Lamb of God before God in the temple, they brought a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing to me the contrast here. I don't know how significant it is, but the contrast is amazing. Mary and Joseph could hardly afford an offering, and yet God spared no expense to offer a sacrifice for our sins. This is something for us to consider. Another thing that I think about is, when God was giving the law in Leviticus chapter 12, he knew that eventually Mary was going to come to the temple with a newly circumcised baby, his son. And Jesus fulfilled all the requirements of the law. Jesus fulfilled all of these things and became perfectly and completely acceptable to God, even in not committing any sin himself. Jesus is the only person who ever walked this earth who didn't require a sacrifice for his sins, and thus he becomes our sacrifice for sin. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for these details. I'm so grateful that what we see in the New Testament complements and expands on what we know in the Old Testament. I praise you for the consistency of your word. In a day and age when many people think that there are contradictions in scriptures and inconsistencies, it is crystal clear that that's not the case. Thank you, Father, for this evidence. And thank you for Mary and Joseph, for their humility, for their obedience to your word, and for the Lord Jesus and how you provided for him and us even before he could provide for himself. I thank you for these stewards of our grace. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.